0: Welcome to Olympus. All right, and now we're back. We're back once again with episode number five of the Olympus podcast. It's been a minute. I was supposed to have this episode out a bit earlier, but I actually got a really great theme from my therapist and she told me like each month, you know, do a theme, set it up you know, so for February, it's all black everything, everything that we're going to talk about has to do with the black community, has to do with the black infrastructure, so ain't no way to kick it off, but with one of our own people, man, this is my sis my bro, my everything, you know what I mean, (laughs) like we've been rocking for yeah, yeah, we've been rocking for a very long time, and if it's anybody that can make me laugh, it's this person right here, I swear to God, like (laughs) I could just be I could be down in the most in anything and and this person would just like hilariously pull me out for real. Like it's just hilarious. But um I was looking for a guest for this podcast and I was thinking, man, that first episode we did with Corey, it was pretty good, but we had a little volume issues, but there was a lot of good information in there. And I was like, man, I wish I could get, you know, a woman on the podcast who I feel really represents, you know, the black woman, really represents the mentality, but also the, the persona of overcoming those challenges. And I couldn't really think of anybody else besides this person right here. I'm going to go ahead and let, you know, I hyped her up, I hyped her up a little bit, so I'm going to go yeah, ahead and let Yeah, I mean, that's
1: a little- <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot Hold on Oh, that's a lot But I appreciate it I really do I yeah. really do You know, we healing through laughter
0: <laughs> Yes, exactly So go ahead and tell people a little about yourself You know, you don't have to disclose a whole lot Just, you know, name What's your passions Everything
1: um, Well, you guys can refer to me as Westside mm. And my passion is music Healing people Definitely making people laugh. You know, we talk a lot about real things. So I'm very much a deep water person. So as long as we can, you know, still have that surface level talk is fine. But as long as we can have that deep connection, that's what I'm about um astrology you can find me looking at the stars the moon yes it's real okay (laughs) fight (laughs) with your mom don't argue with me
0: (laughs) oh man
1: yeah i mean shoot what do people want (laughs) to (laughs) know
0: we're gonna let the people know man we're gonna let the people know i like that you said you're a deep water person that really struck me because most motherfuckers can't even swim <laughs> You feel me? okay
1: i mean don't get me wrong i drowned a couple times okay <laughs> literally though literally though. but no yeah you know i think that um a lot of the times we don't really get to get to the root of somebody we don't really know somebody like that it's just what we're comfortable sharing, and we're so busy moving at a fast pace, trying to get this done to jump to the next, you know, project. It's we never have time to really get to know each other for real.
0: Yeah, I feel like a society is so big on production and progress or productivity that we kind of miss that genuine connection. And I get fatigue. You know, you ever get that type of fatigue where you just type of you just tired of dealing with people's facade. You know like, that's Man. not you. That's not you. You know, I, <laughs> I said
1: today, I said, Where are the real people? Can you please stand up?
0: <laughs> you feel Can the real
1: ones stand up?
0: <laughs> really? For real. Cause it's just like you go to work and then you especially us as black people, we have to be, you know, full professional. We have to put right. on this air, you know, the white voice. Hello. Um, thank you. You know, talking. Hey, <laughs> So very much
1: co-switching yeah I had to get out of that like I'm still working to get out of that to recognize mm-hmm. like, I don't have to change how I speak to make somebody else comfortable I don't need to change who I am to yeah. make somebody else comfortable either you like me or you don't but mm. I'm here baby <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean like it's not much we can do like you know I yeah. just am who I am
0: that's true and that's part of being unapologetically black code switching code switching is a thing because it's almost so automatic it's like a survival mechanism you know Definitely. and it's strange that a survival mechanism can be built off the premise of not feeling comfortable being yourself you know that, that that's it's kind of discouraging because people call it professionalism but it's actually a detriment to your true personality because now you don't feel like you're valued as who you are you know you have to pretend to be something else or for lack of a better term pretend to be white to be accepted yeah. i get tired of that honestly like some days i wake up i go to work and bitch ain't no white face <laughs> okay. i can't even get a great you better popper.
1: not ask me what's wrong because if you ask me what's wrong we might have
0: yeah <laughs> we might have a yeah. problem what illuminated you to because you did say you're trying to get out of that what kind of kick started it out for you what what was the light switch that was just like you know what i kind of want to stop doing this
1: well it's i feel like it really just stems from um recognizing that there's a lot of learned behaviors that um and conditioned behaviors that i don't necessarily align with you know what I mean? I had to like really question what I was doing as a person, where I'm going in life and why I'm doing the things, even down to why my code's leeching, you know? Um, How I wake up in the morning and prepare myself for the day, what foods or what entertainment I'm taking in. And so um, that just awakened a whole, you know, spiritual enlightenment journey that I'm still on and um, a part of it was just really being like, you know what? I mean, I don't know if we can cuss on here because you know Yeah, what I mean. You're good. Let okay, it let you know, it Look, <laughs> 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 I mean, I had to look like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no need to do that once I started seeing like um I was conforming in a way for mm-hmm. somebody else's comfortability you're already in a world trying to navigate yourself. The last thing you need to do is start putting on masks and putting on costumes that you don't even recognize or align with. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yes, we have multiple hats and multiple layers to ourselves, but I'm not about to take on somebody else's persona or whatever they want me to be. Like, I'm not.
0: Yeah. I think that's um, that's a good way to find yourself fighting for things that you don't even believe in as well. Because you're so used to putting on those heavy clothes or that wardrobe that you have to use to survive, to camouflage that, you know, now you're rallying for a cause that's not even yours. You know what I mean? Like, wait, you you go, you get home, you be like, wait a minute, I'll just cuss this motherfucker out. I don't even like the motherfucker. You know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) And you feel really bad, you know, and I feel bad in those situations because, I literally take up the bat for something just because I'm in a certain setting. And then when I get home, I'm like, I could have give, given less of a fuck about that. You know? But I feel like the term minority, it really hits me. You know what I'm saying? Because as a black person, you don't feel like a minority. You feel like, oh, it's a lot of black people. No. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, Especially
1: to- when you see what. Sorry, <laughs>
0: you can you go ahead. You could.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, especially when you see like we are the pioneers, we are the trendsetters. Yeah, we don't need to keep um saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's it's right in front of us. So I agree with you. Definitely, I feel,
0: I feel like everybody eats off of our plate, but us.
1: Okay, say it again, please.
0: You know, because
1: well, there's a lot of people need to wake
0: up Yeah And um that's the whole thing About the black dollar You know what I'm saying Like there was this article I don't know if it's still factual today By 2022 standards But I wouldn't be surprised if it is Uh, Compared to the Jewish dollar The Asian dollar The Caucasian dollar Yada 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 It circulates inside of their environment Like seven times Six times Five times Before it leaves and us it's just like a couple of hours <laughs> you know what i'm saying
1: you know and i that's because they have their set money practices that they follow like these are the rules when it comes to our finances we gonna we're gonna buy from us we're yeah. gonna sell to us yeah. you know we're not gonna go outside of our immediate environment to find what we need everything we have we can do it together and that idea of an actual community and group economics and not to say that there aren't you know black people us out here doing those things it's just not a lot compared to you know some of those other races and ethnicities that you mentioned earlier
0: i do and i think the access to information has been um inequivalent for lack of a better word um right and it's like it's so taboo because what does black finance look like You know, that's almost like a new term (laughs) and we're in the 21st century. That's the crazy thing.
1: I Uh, mean, like to keep it a stack, I'm here trying to educate myself as well on um, more than just the regular savings and checking. You Mm -hmm. know, we're getting into a digital era, an online era. Like if you haven't known, like times are moving really quickly. And so you better get up to speed with it you know with all the nfts and the crypto and you know a lot of us entering the stock market it's like i hope now a lot of us will come together and wake up and be like look this is something we need to learn
2: yeah
1: we have to i mean this this whole world is driven by the economy the Mm -hmm. money the dollar the currency you know what i mean so we definitely are not doing ourselves a justice if we don't take that time to just be like you know what well, what is this what is a stock or what is an index fund and hell what the fuck is an ira what the a fuck is a non-fungible fly- trade <laughs> you know <what> I'm <Right>.
0: <laughs> yeah. a non-fungible token what the fuck is that <laughs> I got these Chuck E. Okay. Cheese tokens you know? does that work <laughs> I got a token now I got my an online you.
1: banking system I don't need another one yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm good with Chime
1: <laughs> <laughs> my money hit my cash at the heart
0: <laughs> right. I get my deposit two days early I'm Gucci <laughs>
1: you know and we laugh but that's the seriousness of um the situation at least yeah that was the driving part in our community for sure
0: i think for there to be because there's like this big gapping hole between uh the financial development of other races and our financial development and i feel like if we're going to catch up because i do think we have the ability to catch up and even outstand or outpace other people just because of how um ingenious we are naturally um i do think it's gonna have to be a collaboration between black finance and black creatives especially with nft and artwork and digital uh the digital space playing a role in banking and finance and the blockchain as well and i feel like black coders you know i had a conversation with um with a uh, i don't even know what his position is called but basically he codes and he runs a team of coders as well who does like basically the infrastructure the digital infrastructure for um an ad company or something like that but he runs the entire team he oversees them and he was like the least amount of people that i see you know inside this space is, is, is black people to be honest with you and i feel like it's uh, big enough space for anybody you know cyber security coding web building blockchain this is so speak, you know what <laughs> speak
1: this feels like confirmation honestly yeah like let's just talk about it you know um i told you and we've talked about us getting into the nft market collaborating on some type of business venture for sure Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk sure. on the sidelines about that Gotta get but the i You know what I mean? I definitely was thinking, hey, why don't I enter the IT market, the IT Mm -hmm. field, the industry, the tech industry? Mm -hmm. And you saying that right now? Like, oh, God, I was looking at cybersecurity. What?
0: Yeah. Don't let me see
1: who's (laughs) hacking. What?
0: (laughs) Have you heard about Beeple? No. So when you get a chance look up Beeple or Beeple crap and basically he creates NFTs yeah you can look it up now if you want Uh, he creates NFTs right and so what he would do if he he would create one digital artwork a day he Mm -hmm. never took a break on holidays he never took a break he never took a break on vacation his wife supported him and I can't remember what he said he was doing it for 10 years or if he was doing it for a year I think it was a short amount of time I think he was just doing it for a little bit because he went from not knowing anything about it to just kind of like diving in and researching on its own. Right. So like his artwork is like is grotesque, but at the same time, it's just like you might see um, uh, Hillary Clinton coming out of Donald Trump's stomach. And they're sitting oh, on wow. robot legs and it's like a dick for his nose. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that. Wow. and then everybody's like, well, what does this mean? And then people are like, well, of course it means, you know, that the money political system and Hillary Clinton, and Dil- you know, they, they philosophize about it. But the funny thing about him is he was like, dude, like, I don't even know what the fuck this shit means.
1: <laughs> right. I just put two, like, I'm thinking it doesn't have to, <laughs> it doesn't have to mean anything. We just put two people together and let's see what we could Exactly. i tried to, to draw uh trump's nose and end up looking like a dick so i just hit with it <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that could be his backstory yes, yes, i have it's... to look him up for sure
0: but this man is a multi-millionaire
1: wow really
0: yes don't let me get up there he's done he's done artwork for dead mall he's done artwork for i think drake he's done artwork for like um live performances for artists he's made nfts people buy his nfts they watch for his drop and he's just like blown up in just such a small amount of time and he said like a year ago or a couple years ago i didn't even know anything about this you know this came from something as a hobby i was just doing and now i'm a multi-millionaire you know what i mean wow. and and that's crazy but well,
1: We'll be talking after the show for a yes. collab. <laughs> yes,
0: definitely. But this is what concerns me, right?
1: Right. Let's talk about it.
0: Whenever, and I don't know what it is, it's this kind of like tribal dissonance. Because whenever you get a whole bunch of black people together in one room to do something, I feel like a hierarchy happens, and then there becomes drama. Like, um, for instance, and I don't mean to downplay my my people, but I was on clubhouse and maybe this is not a good example maybe this you know is not
1: You know what a- no let's use clubhouse as an example because there's plenty of rooms yeah and you and I know so let's talk about it
0: so I went to a financial room and it was it was hosted and I think most of the people there were Caucasian or or Asian or just just other other races and it was very professional you know people passed the mic they had a good system going right and it was something along the lines of the room name was um, how to upscale your business in 2022 in a digital space. Right. I'm like, cool. This is good. Kind of boring, but I like it, you know, very informative. Right. Right. Then I go to another room and it's like, um, it's kind of the same premises. It's about scaling your business using Facebook marketing ads and Google ad revenue or something like that. And it was a black, it was a black only. So I went in and they were talking about, uh, I don't know how they got to this topic, but they were talking about publishing books. And the guy was like, you know, I've had several books published. And one of the things is uh, I never published on Amazon because my mark, my marketer or, or my no, my agent told me that uh, Amazon would just find a book uh, related to your book and upsell you or something like that. And that they don't help people sell their books or anything like that. That's how your book will die is if you sell it on Amazon. And so, uh, one lady was like, well, Mm. no, because I think Amazon gives you a platform to get your information out there. And if you have enough people to support you, they can go right to the source and buy. And so they went back and forth, but you know, uh, this third lady was speaking and then it kind of got out of control because the guy was like well how many books have you published you know (laughs) yeah and then the lady just started talking was like no i don't like amazon because amazon's not really cool and they don't really support black people or black products because if you sell your product on there they'll just do something similar like if you sell a comb they'll sell some other comb right next to yours for a lower price and it really does not help small businesses grow so i really don't fucking like amazon yeah and the guy was talking just like, I do have the mic, you know that, I do I do have the mic, yeah, but I'm just saying Amazon is not really good or viable for black businesses or business, small businesses in general, and he was like, oh, wow, so you can just, and it just, it just kind of got out of control, you know what I'm saying, it's like, right. why can't we just sit in a room and have a normal discourse, you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's always somebody trying to drag the other person to the bottom if they get too high. And then he kind of got on his high horse. He was like, well, I own, you know, several, several businesses. How many businesses do you own? I'm like, wow, this turned from a <laughs> this a turn positive
1: from- uplifting room yeah. to, get feedback and advice to mm. now we over here in like yeah, <laughs> who has yeah. better like my house is bigger than yours yeah <laughs>
0: basically and that blew me that completely blew me i wish i would have recorded it and just dropped the clip in this podcast i'm gonna have to do that next time you
1: gotta put it you gotta drop the clip and then you gotta add a bomb drop
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll start doing a segment called today's dumpster fire <laughs> and just okay. drop a clip that's just some yeah. nonsense,
1: and you know what? We can really like that topic alone could be broken down into its own episode because there's literally so many um variables and factors that play a part in why we are steady talking about the same five things, but we haven't really put anything into motion. Yeah, you know, we talk about coming together as a community, but first of all, like, yes, we group in each other, we, we all black, yes, but. Um, we don't all want the same thing in a way we do but in a way we don't and so when we first of all try to group each other without really breaking down what our needs are that's when we start getting you know that clubhouse debacle and I also feel like to hit the point of you know we're all good making money right but if someone's making a little bit more than you are doing Uh, a little bit better than you are at that moment or just whatever Mm -hmm. you start to turn bitter or you start to you know like mm, you don't really have that same support or help that you were given and I think that's because people are operating out of a lack mentality Mm -hmm. out of a scarcity mentality because preach um if you grew up how I grew up or any one of us really like You know, it may be different situations, but (laughs) it's a similar story. (laughs) You ask one of us, that's why black Twitter exists. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We really don't have um, time to be scared or to wait for opportunities to come. So we're very much driven to like from a young age, like to drive for success, no matter what. And when it doesn't happen for us as easily you know what i'm saying that's when we start that divide we got to understand too we've been conditioned to divide ourselves so much it's crazy like putting ourselves in labels Mm -hmm. boxes it started from man and woman to dark versus light to then it's like come on how much do you want to break it down to you got blue eyes and you have brown eyes and I don't like the way your mustache look when you, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. How you got them jeans on, you weren't you true religion. This is Levi. What fuck you talking about. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like we have a lot of division and we have to really wake up and stop going in circles about the same shit and yeah. really figure out when are we gonna stop <laughs> saying the same shit, you know, doing the same shit, and when are we gonna really set Fourth motion for the next generation. Yeah. You know, all this generational wealth talk, but I don't really see a lot of action at play.
0: Exactly. And you hit it right on the head when you said a lack mentality. And I feel like our people have spent so much time surviving, so much time trying to just get by on the bare minimal that when we feel like we have the chance to get more, now it's predator mode. Now I got to move fast. You know, and it's kind of like that crab on the barrel metaphor, just climbing on top of each other. You know, if you look at a lot of the gang violence that goes on in cities, it's because there's a lack of opportunity. And politicians like to say, well, if they apply that much energy to working jobs and they're doing this, or going to go to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and oh. that, that's not for everybody, you know. But when you look at the neighborhoods that these people live in, when you look at the condition of their own sub-ecosystem within the city, it's like poverty. Like, even here in Florida, you go down one street, it's beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. houses. You go down another street, it looked like the fucking 70s. Everything shut yes. down. Yeah. Everything's A- busted.
1: Bandos, po- yeah. police sirens, potholes. As soon as you hit a pothole in the road, you know mm-hmm. I've yeah. entered the I've mm-hmm. entered the other side of town. <laughs>
0: liquor store, church, laundromat. If liquor there's a store, liquor church. store
1: and church on every corner, you are mm-hmm. in the hood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you are at the gas station, no, let stop here. <laughs> right.
0: I don't but, even yeah. let my girlfriend go to the gas station alone because of that. You know? Okay. I get mad at her if she doesn't gas up during the daytime because they're like now we gotta go outside with these motherfucking gremlins. You know what I'm saying? You know, like... and you
1: know though, you know they have those um those ones where an attendant pumps your gas for you in Oregon, yeah. right? I yeah. was driving. I'm not gonna say too much, but I was on a trip. Mm-hmm. And the attendant went to pump. I'm like, oh no, uh uh-uh, oh, I got it. Because <laughs> I'm alone and I don't know you, you know, I don't need help. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't even know that really existed. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I get you. Um, gas station um, settings are a whole nother yeah they are world in their own i really I don't, feel like gas
0: stations have their own portal you enter as soon as you go there it's a whole different world it's a whole different thing and i don't mean <laughs> to say gremlins as in you know these people are less than they're black people who are less than others but they have a certain opportunistic mentality and it becomes a harm to others because now you know it's about a lick. It's about the next opportunity to come up on somebody else.
1: I mean, are you gonna really taunt a starving dog with a nice piece of juicy steak? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you really gonna? Are you really gonna taunt me right now? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you really gonna sit here with this snicker in my face and you know I'm trying to lose weight?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm hungry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, you know true. what I mean. That's true. And that you know, comes we could trauma.
1: Exactly,
0: that comes like, from trauma.
1: It could we could really go in circles and cycles with this, but that's why I say it really just starts with us figuring out ourselves, mm-hmm. loving ourselves, getting to know us, getting to know our needs, mm-hmm. getting to find like minded people, and then coming together and creating a community not relying so much on outside sources we can't rely on outside sources because they've shown us time and time again through generations through generations until now they don't give a fuck about you they don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck about us
0: yeah and when you when you get to that mentality you're like man to make these power moves that i need to make i gotta be kind of selfish myself so if I have to be right. selfish, but I have to keep that in check, I can only imagine somebody else's mentality when they don't mind being even more selfish, when they don't mind not keeping in check and just coming up. Uh, that's a dangerous thing, you know, and then you have your, your black Republicans and people with the, you know, lift yourself up by your fucking bootstraps, boy. When it was my time, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're <laughs> in a totally different age. <laughs> right.
1: You have a lot of people trying to approach the same problem in a different way. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I say just find your community of like minded people because mm-hmm. I'm not one for conforming. No. Uh, I don't think that I want the same equal liberties as white people. I'm not trying to assimilate mm-hmm. towards white people. What we want is basic shit that we need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No potholes in the road. Real education. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Real food. Real top Real water. Fresh, clean water. We're not asking for a lot. We'll go get the shit on our own because we're very innovative and creative. Yeah, we'll make something out of nothing. Trust and believe.
0: Trust and believe. So- <laughs> 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 I think that has a lot to do. At but I think the community aspect has to be organic and i think that has a lot to do with self-love and with that being in mind i want to ask you personally like if you could talk to another woman or even if you could talk to a male what would you tell them as far as your definition of self-love what does self-love mean to west side
1: self-love is being authentic to you hmm. you know it's shutting out the external forces and the expectations of other people and it's doing what makes you feel good and is authentic to you
2: hmm.
1: and I think that's how you'll love yourself because if you don't really know yourself or you're doing things that are outside of who you really are then um can you really call that love hmm. you know if you're hanging out with people that <clears throat> you know they kind of show you they're not being reciprocative of the same energy you're giving them are you still gonna go hang out with them because they're fun
2: yeah
1: or you know what i'm saying this is just many different examples i'm not gonna go on because you know i could talk for days <laughs> air sign <laughs> <laughs> but um i to, to break it down i really feel like it's um it starts with unlearning um, learning a lot of conditioned um behaviors and ways of thinking and and behavioral patterns and it's really questioning who you are and being authentic to that and making sure that whatever that is for you makes you happy you shouldn't be on this world sad and frustrated and angry because there's a lot of stuff out here that makes us feel like giving up or it's too much and when we look at it it's like this shit is low-key make-believe like, i'm not about <laughs> to give up because you know this job didn't accept me okay there's a million one jobs i'll create a damn job shit right. i'll go out here and push pencils pushing pee. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> crazy for that one <laughs> yeah, that, song lit, that song is lit though that song i
0: listened to that i saw the first time like a couple of days ago i had heard it on tiktok and i was like let me listen to the whole damn song i feel like what? we don't actually listen to songs anymore we just experience them in bits and pieces yes like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's like movie clips almost, like yeah. Christian P, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Gunner's gonna do it every time, man. He gonna do it every time. Man, I
0: got an email from Spotify. Talk about Gunner has a special gift for you, and I opened it up, and it was just like, um, uh, ex- um, basically, uh. uh limited merc, merch you know limited merchandise like you only get a link to this only a couple of people get a link to it and it's whoever like was first on the song or whatever or, or ran up the song the us i'm like what the fuck you must be tracking me because i ain't never played this show on spotify going what you talking oh. about <laughs> you know? i mean
1: if you want to give me some merch i'm not gonna say no <laughs>
0: <laughs> but- right right <laughs> Self-love is important, you know, to kind of to kind of circle back to that self-love is very important. And you're right. You do have to flesh out, you know, who you are as an authentic person so you can understand what qualities you have to love. Because even if you're with somebody in a relationship, you're not going to love yourself because they love you. You know, they can inspire you to see some of the things that they see in you. But ultimately it begins and it ends with you. And I think that's the kind of predicament I'm in in my relationship is because I know that she loves me dearly. And some days I wake up, I'm like... Why? Right. <laughs> you know With this just... baggage. Right. but this emotional baggage. baggage. Emotional dominant. I got one case,
1: two case, three case, four. Case. <laughs> just call me the bag lady. <laughs> you
0: know I I really don't get it. And I feel like I feel like the way black love is now is that everybody kind of wants this 90s r&b type music video type love but then when you look around especially in our generation and i've heard them say it i've heard them say even as a black woman black woman i know you've heard them say it i just want me a thug nigga that's all i want (laughs) and i've had these conversations yo i'm gonna bring somebody on a podcast in the next few weeks Mm -hmm. um 'Cause this all black everything ain't just gonna be about the, you know, the positive aspect. We gotta Okay,
1: get into we way. come in many we come in many different forms, trust. Exactly. Okay. I'ma That's why that. I say, you know, when we were trying to be a community, like we need we're not all the same.
0: Yeah. We're not. <laughs> and, so you're gonna
1: uh... have somebody up here yeah, talking that talk. Yeah, <laughs> they, I got
0: thug. you. Feel me? You feel me? And we're gonna get into the dynamics of why you want a thug, nigga you know what I'm saying? Okay. If, th- if that's what you want, that's As what you want. Because if he
1: get upset, I want to be the one to calm him down.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> no I, I just don't do it with me. I need a nigga with a Glock, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: The last, the, he was just too nice. He was asking me what Dak. I want to eat. Am I Dak. okay? <laughs> um, opening doors for me, and I just was literally not uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, comfortable with that. Like,
0: <laughs> this girl literally told me. This woman literally told me she was just like, I want a nigga that's just gonna piss me off. Like, honestly, I don't want to be happy all the time. I want somebody that's mm-hmm. gonna piss me off. We gonna have sex. We gonna fuck and then we gonna blah, blah, and then get back to it again. I want a toxic nigga. I'm like, Mm -mm. sis.
1: I like a little bit of spice, but no, I don't want somebody that's gonna piss me off. You piss me off
0: every day, you might not see me (laughs) tomorrow. (laughs) It's the therapy for me, sis. (laughs) It's the Dr. Phil for me.
1: Honestly, it is. Go ahead and lie back on this couch, please.
0: Please. I feel like more of us need therapy. I feel like. You know what?
1: And we should change it. I was just
0: thinking, I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Preach.
1: this is your podcast i'm sorry y'all Nah,
0: nah, preach
1: (laughs) but you know i was just like just let you in on me it helps my son when i talk about myself okay Mm -hmm. but um i definitely was thinking about getting back into therapy therapy because yeah you have your friends and you have your family Mm -hmm. but i just feel like yeah you can talk to them but you don't want to weigh them down with a lot of your things that's going on and i'm a person that likes to keep my personal life private so i felt like going to a therapist would be good to just talk about things that i might not talk about on a regular with you know a friend or you know nobody really wants to hash but like oh girl you still worried about that like you know what i'm saying but like <laughs> no it's my trauma you know and i was thinking <laughs> like <laughs> and I was thinking like I don't have to just sit down with somebody I've always said like music is my therapy Mm -hmm. you know that's why it's very important for me to express myself in that way and I thought about art therapy smash therapy Mm. go break some shit yeah go pay to go break some shit if you don't want to talk about it you know what I'm saying go draw something just get real crazy and creative with it Express yourself on whatever medium or canvas you use and just go crazy. Like, just go, wow, that's okay. Yeah. You know, so I think once we start figuring out, too, like, therapy doesn't have to be just someone sitting across from you peering down from their eyeglasses like, mm-hmm, <laughs> writing down in their notepad
0: every sentence you say Sigmund <laughs> freud go ahead
1: do you want to talk about that let's dive into that let's unpack that
0: <laughs> let's unpack <it>. yo you're <laughs> taking me out Yeah, let's you know what it is let's um decompartmentalize that right there let's let's take it <laughs> <yeah>. right right <laughs> but no you're definitely right about therapy because i started going to it and my My biggest hurdle for accepting therapy basically was what the fuck that you, can you tell me that I don't already know? You know, I feel like as a male, we have that perspective, like what the fuck you going to tell me, you know, I'm me. So what are you going to tell me? That's going to help me deal with me at the end of the day. And I feel like that is in the forefront of a lot of people, not just black people, but people in general, when they start therapy, it's like, but it's a whole field of science. Right. You know, when I started looking at um, the different cognitive therapies that they have, it is a whole field of basically procedures and systems and breaking down what it actually means to be an emotional being or to have emotions. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm really like a baby to this shit, you know, right. and it's really helping. Um, and like what you said, to piggyback off of that, it feels good just to have a clean slate to talk to. Right. It really does because you deal with so much in the course of a day and you're handling other people's problems and the emotional weight of what your family or friends are going to. And you feel like if I tell you that I'm falling to pieces and you're depending on me and I'm one of your statutes, you're gonna fall the fuck apart when i tell you i have no idea what my next right. move is you know? <laughs> the
1: strong person is breaking down
0: <laughs> <laughs> this shit about to collapse you feel me? and magneto can't even lift this bitch back up yeah
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> i feel you though i feel like for me when i was um going to therapy it was me really trying to intellectualize my emotions instead of actually mm. processing them because I have a bad habit of reacting in ways that I don't want to. And so when I went to therapy, I'm like, look, I don't want to waste time. This is what's going on. We're going to talk about this. Do you, What yeah. do you want to know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're on the clock. You're getting paid. The insurance is covering it. Mm. But let's, let's get down to it. And it was almost like my therapist at the time i don't have them anymore mm-hmm. currently looking for one <clears throat> they were like well i feel like you know everything's great with you then and i'm like "Uh uh-uh. uh, not in this little bit of time not in a month no i think i did if that's the case then i think i did the work myself so i should just <laughs> go
0: into business like <laughs> yeah. insurance should be paying me back i need a rebate okay. for a session <laughs>
1: fucking rebate I need a refund and pay me double for my troubles (laughs) exactly
0: but that's I feel like your therapy is only as good as you and your therapist it's definitely not a one sided thing like you can't carry all the weight and expect there to be progress and at the same time you can't expect your therapist to be like fucking Sherlock Holmes and have the solution to your problems because ultimately they're created by yourself and yourself is what's going to undo them um, I absolutely love my therapist. She's a sweetheart. I think I have the exact opposite experience as you because she be like, she'll like be sitting there taking notes and I'll say something. And she'll be like, mm, see, yeah, that's why you went wrong. You you, you did this. And I, and I was like, yeah, I know I fucked up. You know, okay. and, so, and she'll be real with me. And she admitted, like, she was so real. She was like, if at any time you feel like you need a different therapist, let me know. Because uh, she's she's a person of color, but um, I don't think she's African American, you know. So she was like, it helps to have a therapist that's the same race as you because they understand and they can intellectualize the climate that you're in. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm enraged as a person of color, but as a black man, I can only go so far as to how you feel you know in this certain situation but i kept her because somebody with that knowledge and that awareness i really felt like was yeah yeah like Can't you tom you brady that. in this shit you feel i me?
1: love that for you, you. I, I i honestly
0: love that for you i'll fuck with you heavy <laughs> for that you know <laughs> okay shout
1: out to your therapist
0: <laughs> yes and i just feel like it's so much trauma on a day-to-day basis that we deal with And one of the things that really gets me is power because we work for people and then we come home and we have to deal with our family dynamic because most of us, not all of us, especially not you, but me, my brothers, you know, we live with our mothers or we live with our fathers or whatever. And so we come from one power dynamic to another and nobody's gentle with the power that they use. Nobody. I think
1: it's because you know i'm one of those people that blame um the way that this country got revamped and reinvented um (laughs) you know (laughs) on the reason why um there's a lot of things that are going on with this the disparity between us and the rest and it's control is one of those things um you know there's a lot of shit ingrained in our dna that we don't know what the fuck is for and Mm -hmm. a lot of that can be trauma we already know there's studies on that like we don't need to keep diving into it we know the trauma Mm -hmm. can latch on for six generations yeah so that's why it's really important for you and i if we choose to um have children or whatever, yeah. or even teach the youth or people around us, you know, it stops with us. Um, but I definitely feel like it was because of that, yeah. you know, it was us trying to gain our control. Then we got our freedom and then we tried to gain back our control by, okay, now the man of the house. Yes. Right. So then we get from, we, we, we were no longer um, enslaved, now we have our own and now we're trying to navigate how we take our power back and then the way that we express that wasn't the best so now we have our women gaining their power back and then it just is this cycle of wanting the best for yourself or your family but the actions or how it comes about is not the best method
0: yeah so and it's like they say good intentions pave the way to hell you know um uh, for those of you listening what she's talking about is basically a field is it's, it's pretty new but they have some solid research articles about it it's called epigenetics and it's basically um not how trauma can damage dna but how it can alter dna through intergenerational um uh basically iterations so basically as a short like Intergenerational trauma is the theory that trauma can be inherited because there are genetic changes in a person's DNA. And we see this in we see this mostly. We observe this mostly in animals, but it's also in people as well because you see that certain traits or certain genetic factors are chosen by nature because it helps the animal survive so camouflage or being able to look like a predator like there are flowers right you can look this up there are flowers that take on the shapes of birds so they don't be so they want, aren't preyed on
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like what type of awareness does nature have for that to happen you know they look exactly like birds wings beaks everything but these are just flowers they're just flowers right. and so if if an environment if uh if an events in an environment that transpire can affect a flower to change into a bird what happens to humans <laughs> you know what i'm saying right through slavery through being beaten through being selected through being breeded we're not even talking about the fact that we were breeded for traits like animals
1: okay i mean let's <laughs> we're not gonna get into that one but you know we can just use this one example and i know this probably that's gonna debate that but
2: yeah
1: you're out
0: yeah
1: and you see 12 you could just be minding your business you could be having a lovely day with your family
0: heart drop
1: just went to the grocery store you just went around the corner to get some gas you already got harassed by the (laughs) people at the corner store (laughs) you just went and you see them Mm -hmm. or how about you're driving and you just you're going the speed limit but Mm -hmm. you start to slow down
0: yeah <laughs> you yeah. start to
1: straighten up. Yeah. You turn the radio down. Like, hold on.
0: <laughs> let me
1: camouflage. Let me get you know. Let me become invis- uh, invisible.
0: And right? it's just
1: like, why? I mean, I know I'm not the only one.
0: No, that's definitely a thing. And see, that's crazy. Because... And we're talking
1: about somebody that have no criminal record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not out here in these streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just try to try to do what's best for me. You know what I'm saying?
0: And it's can get it how because... you can though that's something that you kind of feel and that's in the now you know what i'm saying that's in our generation that's in our our guttural reaction um just based on things that have gone around and, and the deaths of black people at the hands of police officers you know and I like just and the for wild. how
1: many generations <laughs> exactly. this shit ain't brand new and um. we don't in 50 states like fuck a protest let's go do something about it yeah i mean y'all stealing from balenciaga and you know, all that's cool or whatever you know what i'm saying you got <laughs> some shit for the free okay <laughs> you know what i'm saying you trying to up it you might you might sell it for you know what i'm saying and you got something. you a bag <laughs> but that was short term what happened yeah. after that nothing
0: yeah nothing but i can tell you what is happening And not just with black people, but with Americans abroad, um, I'm calling it the great audit. And it's basically with this whole COVID shit that has gone down, (laughs) it's people seeing these corporations, these government systems, these websites, the fucking unemployment websites, seeing all aspects of our American infrastructure that need to be revamped or need to be done away with. You know yeah, this saying?
1: shit is outdated. This shit was made when it was only like a couple thousand niggas on Earth,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we all knew on our first name basis, right? <laughs> John the Cobbler, <laughs> John, John the, the
2: Cobbler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when niggas' last names was their profession, <laughs> yeah.
0: And Gregory of the Water Milling, Water Millington, <laughs> John Farmer, <laughs> John. <laughs> rob hillshire
1: <laughs> adam banker uh, not adam Baker.
0: <laughs> and lucille did. homemaker, lucille homemaker. <laughs> she had the bricks for the law you feel me <laughs> okay it was like a thousand
1: niggas on this planet <laughs>
0: i was so pissed because i got furloughed from from the job i was at um before this one and i was trying to get my unemployment and it was like bitch you in a queue i'm like in a queue (laughs) to get to the website
1: (laughs) hey they have people in cali paying for calls to get on unemployment pay this pay this Pay to smooth 1995, and we'll call you back <laughs> in three to four business days. Hey, you best not call. You fucked. <laughs> like, I ain't even try. I went on the unemployment website just to see what's going on. I was like, yeah, you
0: know what? I ain't um, gonna be able to do it. <laughs> I hit your ass with that 404 page. Not found. <laughs>
1: I'm better off going with my original business plan, pushing these pencils.
0: <laughs> pushing these... <laughs>
1: I'm pushing
0: Pushing P. <laughs> oh my God. No. Cause... And I do feel like the current climate is going to push us to be even more innovative that we're now. Because like you said earlier, like, fuck, I can create a job. I think that's one of the best aspects about America is the blatant freedom that we have to kind of do what we want. And some of the biggest corporations are the first of that kind in America. You okay. Know what I'm
1: TikTok employed a lot of niggas.
0: <laughs> you feel me? Tourists. They doing TikTok tours. I'm thinking TikTok about getting tours. on there on myself.
1: You don't need, nothing has to be perfect. Mm-mm. Okay. Your transition, you can be saying a whole nother song and playing yeah. A different song yeah if you don't just put your stuff up there okay tick-tock employee yeah. niggas
0: <laughs> you feel me and if you listen to this podcast this is your <clears throat> affirmation to start your shit and get off your ass all right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i just feel like that had to be said <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but um it's wild this whole year this whole thing has just been wild because it's, it's exposed so much so much and okay. I'm just appalled you know I I often wonder like and I people say this a lot but I do wonder like if Martin Luther King was still here or if Malcolm X was still here what would they say I feel like Malcolm X would just start lighting shit up right away like like Malcolm. word
1: <laughs> Man. It'd be a whole boondocks episode. Like i oh think X will be mad. Like my nigga. No <laughs> And y'all still ain't doing shit? Oh hell nah. I'm finna go rally up the real <laughs> the real <laughs> the real ones. Right.
0: But not the not the not credit. Um I'm so proud when Michael. I do see people, um, black people doing their part, you know what I mean? Um he's part of run the jewels killer mike he's uh basically starting yes. this thing called greenwood and it's is basically for all intents and purposes a platform for black banking black owned banks you know mm. i think that's awesome then he did this little ad campaign with i'm pretty sure you know about this because i think it was in cali with crippacola and blood something so basically he got real crips real bloods and for a day you know they made their own homemade uh sodas but they had to sell right across from each other and they were in the fair market in cali and people were hesitant to come in at first or whatever yada 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 but then they was just like yeah you know we don't we don't be out here you know just killing and shooting people you know we do a lot of things for the community you know we're all we're not all on that type of time we raise funds we give clothes to the homeless we provide shelter mm-hmm. we do you know things like that and um i'm just saying you can't really be fucking with them blood niggas over there because they don't really use cane sugar and they. <laughs> 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 <Okay. laughs>
1: and you know t- uh, to talk about that that's what they that's how they say, you know, getting started. Yeah. It was for the community. And I feel like, honestly, that's what they should go back to. Like, yeah. because y'all fighting over corners, you know, I don't really know politics like this. So forgive me for the ones that's really in there. You mm. know what I'm saying? It's the same but, from um, top to bottom. I feel like y'all fighting over territory to sell products that you don't even own. First of mm. all, you're getting it from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. You over here fighting over territory you don't even own a home and because you ready to sell grandma's house yeah are you in housing right and then we beefing over colors
0: and then y'all drop
1: And i'm not gonna tell you what to do but i'm just saying i feel like you work better as a team you know what i'm saying and really turn the community around
0: yeah and then I like it's not even yours you drop shipping at this point
1: (laughs) but it's not even your shit and you fighting over it first of all you getting fucked on the fees let's Mm. not even talk about that but you know what i'm saying shout out to the ones that's really you know doing for their community putting in work and giving back
0: yeah that's the important thing is putting in work and getting back because there are a lot of people who talk the talk but they do not walk the walk
1: Man It's a couple family members I'm going to have to go ahead And not fall off on IG after this
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the great audit boy They start poking out like whiteheads You feel me <laughs> Okay I, know, cool. I
1: don't care what you got mm. You know that's so To talk back about Our previous topic of mm. You know people not really no. Wanting a. See you thrive or showboating what they got.
0: No, they only with you. They only with you if they prosper. If you prosper, they only with you if they become a byproduct of your success. And if they don't, and you force them to think and solve problems as you did, they feel resentful of that. You know. But in my circle, my knowledge is the next person' knowledge. Right. I can just give you a grant if you want. That's what I can do. But that'd be the only grand, hundred grand that you see for the rest of your life because right. you don't know how to generate it on your own
1: you didn't even ask me how to flip it
0: no <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. you didn't even ask how i could get a return on my investment
0: no you just you just took the <laughs> took the windfall god damn it you know if you couldn't
1: generate it before me how you gonna generate it again unless you came with a yeah. you know a business plan
2: you know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: Unless you came with some ideas and we could sit down and be like, all right, I like what you're saying. Yeah. This is how we can help. I'm definitely a person that um, if I eat, we all eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm going to help you as much as you want to get help. Like, yeah. you're not about to take advantage. Yeah, for That's sure. That's not the one. But, uh, for sure. For yeah, sure. no gatekeeping over here, especially if it's for the fan-bam or the, or the yeah. team.
0: Yeah. We got we definitely got some gatekeepers out there. I feel like information as a whole I'm just so glad that we live in a digital era because we can learn anything that we want if we research. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's the only way that we've really been able to catch up financially and just intellectually as a people. It's just because we live in the free data area. You know?
1: Because I've never seen so many clubhouse celebrities in my life. I said, mm-hmm. wow, everybody important. Right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> follow me, follow me, follow me. <laughs>
1: Y'all yo. came on here to get y'all ego struck today. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. And you be on Clubhouse with me, so you know how wild it gets, yo.
1: <laughs> I'm straight bullshit.
0: <laughs>
1: they, we the dream team, dream team. <laughs> they be having their own monikers.
0: Smashing and pass. <laughs>
1: like, that's what we going to do at our big age. Right. I mean hey do what you want entertainment is entertainment Mm -hmm. tool is a tool you can use it you know what I'm saying or you can use it to to level up or you can use it for entertainment
0: so as we're in the uh, as we're in the later half of this episode I want to kind of round it up by asking you a series of questions and you can answer as authentic as you want because I already know you're (laughs) you're about to Oh,
1: you gonna put me in a hot spot like that
0: for sure so, when it comes to representing femininity in women, like what it means to be a woman in power, who do you feel as an artist is really doing it justice? Do you feel artists like Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, um, Corey Leroy, do you feel like these type of artists kind of represent a-, a woman's freedom to express her sexuality? Or do you feel like it's more of the... Janet Jacksons, the Lauren Hills, the India Arias. What do you feel like as far as how you would want to be represented in media by another woman? Which which one do you feel like is like the path?
1: I feel like you talking about for me personally. Yeah, this is this is strictly um,
0: Wild Side, West Side,
1: Wild Side. All right. <laughs> 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 Okay, shout out to Normani. They was playing with you, girl. Check your yeah. team. Check your team. Check your team. <laughs> um. <laughs> and that's who I am. <laughs> Website Butterfly. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh. this is what I want to say for real I think all those women that you mentioned absolutely all of them all Mm. of them I feel like we need all type of representations of women and what femininity looks like feels like sounds like embodies because Mm. we're not all just one type and that's what we have to understand like you know what I'm saying? This shit isn't like <laughs> clear cut and dry. We so ready to put shit into a label, and it's like, just look at it real quick. Yeah. Like just, just open your eyes with a new lens, a new perspective. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's fill this real quick. Let's see what this is. Let's not yeah. give it a name yet let's see how it acts like, you know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> like in the, you know what i mean so i just feel like all those women embody femi- uh, femininity like mm. and that's something that um i feel like you define for yourself in a way yeah. i feel like it does have a certain energy a certain frequency mm. i feel like um we all have it men and women mm. and um i feel like those, like I said, all those women you said, that's important to see. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to see a whole bunch of Cardis. Not that that wouldn't be great, because if Cardi had a twin, that shit would probably be lit. You know what I'm saying? We already got Hennessy, like... (laughs) 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 But you know what I mean? Like, we need all those different women we need lauren hill we need Whoopi goldberg we need um <laughs> don't laugh what did you laughing before i ain't okay. never heard Whoopi spit a bar but i feel you we need oh you said artist my <laughs> bad
0: you Oh good we talking about women in general hey i want to see Whoopi and snoop dogg on the track that should be fire
1: <laughs> you know what don't play her because wasn't she and sisters act okay so we're gonna give her that one
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my that was a that was a beautiful, beautiful response. And I'm not just hyping you up like I definitely was wondering um, what was going to be your reaction to that. And you said, like, you know, we need all types of representation because not everybody is this way or not everybody comes out a certain type. We have all a woman ha- has many archetypes that she can choose from or that she can become even new ones that aren't even on the face yet and i do think the same goes for the masculine principle with that being said if you could choose no you're given one generational curse that you could break across all the board for every black family what would it be and why
1: um fear Mm. because i feel that fear puts a lot of limitations and restrictions on us. And if we won't be so fearful to pursue our dreams and to pursue our goals, and well, I don't give a fuck about no white person in my space. you we are talking about? I don't, you know what I'm <laughs> I don't care what you have to say. I'll achieve my dreams, you know that fear is really set into us and it shows itself in many different ways. It shows itself from our parents having high expectations of, um, of us to go to school, you have to do this, you have to do this, or, you know, looking and presenting presenting yourself a certain way. You know, we're big on image, we're big on a lot of things that I feel like kind of stemmed out of fear, mm-hmm. lack of you know, that control we talked about, but, Fear is, I say, the one that's going to really get us there.
0: Mm. Wow. That's powerful. You came up with them haymakers right now. You already. <laughs> Heavy
1: hitter. <laughs> <laughs> and for the third and final
0: question, Miss Westside Butterfly, what do you hope your life does for the world?
1: I feel like um, my words and my life inspire somebody to live authentically themselves. You know, I, should. you see how I talk. I don't correct myself. I'm not going to switch up. Um, Me and I hope that I can show people, one, love themselves, be themselves, two, heal themselves, you know, three, love others. like, I feel like we do a lot of we spend too much hating and dividing each yeah. other for real so i'm definitely much that person that's gonna come in here with the hippie vibes i don't tolerate <laughs> the bullshit <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying spiritual gangster around here you feel me? so uh yeah that's what i hope wow. to bring to this world and to touch people's lives to show yes. them who they're great
0: that's powerful. Okay. That's powerful. You have been amazing on this episode five of the Olympus podcast. Man, I could not have asked for a better host for this. You literally knocked the house down. You dropped some gems that I don't even know if people picked up, but we going to polish them off and keep them moving. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Okay. Yeah, definitely polish them up because you know it's my first time doing this, but it ain't going to be my last. We're going to have to get together. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely.
1: I thank you for having me. I do.
0: I really appreciate it. Of course. Of course. And for my listeners out there, you already know episode five of the Olympus podcast. I usually come up with the names on the fly, so I'm going to put some goofy, informative shit for the title. You, You can look out for that one. But I appreciate you for tuning in. We will have some more guests in the future. And we're going to keep our theme of all black everything. And I will see you guys next time. You already know what it is. We out.